This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Manning takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, suck. we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, we made it in. Good morning to you, Mr. Eddie Scazzeri, the Eddie Scazzeri. Um, across from me, his name is Al Dukes, and a couple of things for you real quick off the bat. Number one, I met Noah Eagle last night. Very nice fellow. Oh, is that right? Did you approach him, or did he approach you? Uh, I actually was going to go say hello. He came up and said hello to me, Oh, uh, which was very cool. I was going to go introduce myself, because I had never met Ian's son. What Um, was he doing at the Rutgers game? uh, He was doing the game on Peacock. Is that right? They that got a is... Peacock exclusive now too, Jerry. What yeah, is going they have on? they have several Big Ten games. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize until yesterday morning that it was on Peacock. Peacock, uh, but it was. So I met him. Very nice fella. Says hello. All good. Um, he said say hello to Al, like he knows who to I the am. crew. Oh, okay, so he doesn't know us. Well, I just say hello to everybody. Okay, so that means you. You're part well, of everybody. Would have been nice. You're right. He didn't say say hello to Al. Say hello to Al. But he said I... say hello to everybody. Okay. So, talk to him for a little while, and I got a glimpse of what it's going to be like in Vegas. Not How good. so? <laughs> well, the whole split sleep thing? Yeah. I got to tell you, it's not awful. So, I went home yesterday. I slept from noon to almost 3, knowing I had the game, and then I slept like 11 to 2.30. 11 p.m. to 2.30 yeah. a.m. this morning. Not great. Like, I feel okay. Yeah. But, boy, when you wake up from a long nap, and then you wake up from a quote-unquote night sleep that's all of three hours Oof. yeah that's for college kids jerry we can't be doing that anymore we're, we're gonna men. be doing it for a full week yeah that's so, true i'm just telling you get ready for it okay i also didn't think well the we were expecting a disastrous ride in this morning it was uh it was lovely actually yeah, it was actually lovely it was like 55 degrees yep. and uh it wasn't even windy yeah it wasn't windy it wasn't raining maybe mist coming off yeah. the only thing like if you got behind a truck on the highway that missed the, it was that, pouring. It was right. That's just so strange. <laughs> I will tell you, driving to and from Rutgers last night, not good. Yeah, it was uh, a lot going on. Yeah, I left at ten to four. It wasn't awful, but it was cra- coming home at ten o'clock was nasty. Yeah, I was uh, awoken at eleven p.m. last night to the sound of. Uh, I thought my dog was peeing in my bedroom because <laughs> I heard like whoosh, water. I was like, "Is the dog?" <laughs> 
No, it was all my windows leaking. Ugh. That's, and now flooding or just a little leakage? Uh, well, enough that I had to put a towel down, mm. which is now s- soaked. All right. Well, you so handled I, it. Uh, yeah, I handled it. Like a homeowner, you handle it. Yeah, that's what I am, Jerry. I'm a homeowner. <laughs> yes. Now tonight I'll go. Today I'll go home and I'll uh, caulk. <laughs> I'm going to caulk under the windows. Will you watch a YouTube video before you do it? Uh, no, because I've done this before. <laughs> I had one other window a couple years ago in a storm that I ended up caulking, and, and I, it well, worked out pretty good. All right, that window was not leaking last night. You're a fan of caulk. Love caulk. All right, definitely, Jerry. Now, um, I got to tell you, I read a headline this morning. Yeah. And then I read the story, and I had to read it twice because it, it was never referenced in the story. Hmm. And the headline was, Wink Martindale cursed out Brian Dayball. Right. And I read the entire article, and nowhere in there did it say he cursed him out. So I bypassed the article and listened and watched Paul Schwartz's interview on the New York Post website. Okay. He laid it out beautifully. Oh, really? So what the happened? Way he understood what happened. The way he understood it was they did meet Monday. Um, they went around the room, any issues, nothing. And then I guess when Dable informed him of the firings, which was one of Dable's guys, as well as one of his guys, he lost it, cursed him out, took off, headed to the airport, went to Florida. And I guess on his way out the door, told some people he was resigning, went to Florida but never told the Giants he's resigning. So I guess as it sits right now, he is still the Giants defensive coordinator. Wow. Yeah, because he's under contract. Mm-hmm. And I was reading that uh, being under contract, either he doesn't get paid or... If he resigns, right. If he resigns, and then it, he can't just walk out and he go get need, another job. He would need their approval because he quit. Yeah. That's exactly right. Still under contract. I know everyone always does like, um, this is like that Seinfeld episode. But there was the Seinfeld episode that George, <laughs> which was based on Larry David, being so frustrated working at Saturday Night Live that none of his skits were getting on the air, that he made this big thing where he quit, went home and in the middle of a Saturday Night Live show on Saturday night, went home, realized, oh my gosh, I just quit Saturday I have Night no Live. income and I live in New York. <laughs> yeah. And his friend was like, just go back Monday. Yeah, like nothing happened. Yeah. So <laughs> then you got to go back Monday and just act like, ah, it was that frustrating. I lost my guys, but I'm here. I'm good to go. Yeah, according to Schwartz, he never quit. Like he just told people close to him that he was he was he sat enough. Well, let me ask you this then, Jerry. Do you think that at the start of the season he's the <laughs> defensive coordinator? I have no, I think it's fifty fifty right now. I think it's fifty fifty as well because I think. If you get away from it 24, 48 hours, things cool off, and he never quit, maybe they can get in the room and be like, hey, listen, my bad. I was heated. All right, let's get after this. Yeah, I wouldn't be stunned. Yeah. I mean, the the article said as of Tuesday night, the Giants had no idea if he quit or not. (laughs) (laughs) And he's in Sarasota. I love there's a somebody on social media took a picture of Wink Martindale at the airport. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's on the sideline coaching. He's <laughs> He did have a Yankee hat on, not a Giants hat. Yeah. But he looks like Wink Martindale. Like, that guy is hard to hide. Because, what was it like when you guys met Dable? Well, he, he looked, he was in like a Giants sweatsuit. He was. Yeah. So he looked like he could have been on the sidelines. Yeah. But this is, the Brian Dable thing, it was in the off season. After being coach of the year, right. he was feeling himself. That was going to the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Going to the Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. And going home. 
<laughs> so he was like, this, you just got either quit or got fired or left yeah. or screamed. And now you're at the airport. People could have would approach you, I would think. Could you imagine yelling at Spike or Olivero on Friday, <laughs> taking off as you're walking out the door? I quit. This place sucks. And then there's a photo of you at Newark Airport, and then we find out that you're in, you know, back in Tampa. Yeah. And then Monday morning, you're back here. Back here, you go, guys. Let's go. Let's yeah. talk about some assistance here. Who are we getting? That's the equivalent, basically. If he showed back up, I don't, I don't know. And we always hear that, uh, you know, sidelines get heated. This is football. This mm-hmm. is men being men. We scream at each other, and then we're good to go. This could be uh, a blow up because of the year of frustrations. And because the Giants didn't get it done, Wink Martindale's guys took the blame for that by getting fired. Yes. He's pissed off, but he wants to go back at it. And they're, I hope, I now hope they're teamed up for the next season. I think it's more likely that he got pissed off that his friend was fired. Yeah. Especially, and I only say this because of the way the season ended. Like they played really well against Philadelphia defensively. So maybe he was feeling good about things. Then you come in. Now, as Schwartz said, Dable did fire one of his own guys, too. Um, I think one of the offensive line uh, coaches that he didn't want to fire but felt the need to because of the way the season went. And so uh, there were changes made. I mean, it happens on there. Unless you're on the Jets, <laughs> where everybody stays. Yes. Um, there. I mean, like the Titans fired Mike Vrabel yesterday. Yes. Which, to me, crazy. I, I don't understand, but okay. Changes are made when things don't go well. So I understand being upset one of your guys is let go. Like if I would like to think if I got fired today, you would run out of here screaming. Absolutely, Jerry. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I go right to the airport, Jerry. Right, exactly. And I'd roll right back up here, here Monday morning. Go, who's doing a warm-up with me now? Right. Oh, CeeLo? good, CeeLo. Let's get him in here. Yeah. Wait, where's Peter Schwartz? <laughs> Peter. <Yeah. laughs> Peter. Peter. So bizarre, very bizarre, story. very strange. Uh, so I, ho- I hope he's back because I, li- I like, I like a dynamic where the head coach and the defensive coordinator butt heads, butt heads a little bit. Yeah, well, those are two guys. Action. Yeah, they have very similar person. Like they are, they're heated personalities. So it doesn't surprise me that there's friction sometimes. And I, you mean, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say you got to know that though when you hire them, right? They're a little, uh, they're wired a little differently. These guys, yeah, very much so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you mentioned the Mike Rabel being fired, and then the the Titans ownership, which is does a woman own the Titans, Jerry? Oh, I don't know who owns the Titans. Let's see. There, I yes. saw a, a woman owns the Titans. She's okay. the wife of uh, Mr. Adams. Oh, is he okay. passed away, or is yes. So Mr. Adams passed away. His wife now owns the Titans. She did like a a little sit down with. Okay. I don't know if it was their website or just mm-hmm. talking about the Mike Rabel thing. And that they wanted to, they explored trading him. Right. But I guess that takes too long and is complicated. And she felt that if they tried to do a trade, that would take a total of like three weeks because the coach has to agree to the trade and all that stuff. And that they would miss out on whoever it is that they're 
going for. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's always candidates, but I guess if they've got their eye on somebody, then that would make sense. It is funny to see the list of candidates. Like I, I watch or follow on uh, their news feed, uh, Pro Football Talk. Yeah, and they'll they do a story on everything. You know, if Bill Belichick sneezes, there's a headline and at least a paragraph. So they they've got everybody who's lined up for interviews, mm-hmm. and it's all a bunch of guys I never heard of. For, we're talking about for the Patriots or just around just the league around with the, the openings, league. just like uh, the Commanders are interested in talking to. Blah, 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 and it's all like these like well, if the quarterbacks coordinator of yeah. the Titans. Like, that, that's what? the problem. They're lower level. It's not like it's just the head coaching carousel. Yeah, you're talking about coordinators, maybe a quarterbacks coach that could be in line to be a head coach. So, yes, I could see you're not knowing, as many of us would not know these names. Yeah, I feel like we got to get, like, some uh, many years of success as an offensive coordinator or something. It's like they take guys, like, one year in, mm-hmm. and they go, now he's a head coach. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you do well quickly, like, they can't wait to hire you. Although Jim Harbaugh will be hired in two seconds once he decides he's leaving Michigan. Yeah, it seems like Harbaugh, Belichick, those are – They'll those get jobs the, very quickly. And those are the two interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody else are like, mm. Well, and the other one, too, is like, what are the Raiders? Do? I, I can't believe the Raiders have not given Antonio Pierce the job. Right. And they're going to actually interview candidates. Because that's the, that's a name that you see rumored to be the Giants defensive coordinator. Yes. If Wink actually quit. Don't know. <laughs> if Wink quit and if they don't hire yeah. him as. Yeah, I don't know why the, why the Raiders wouldn't do that. I, he, I don't know. He had some success. The players like him. Yeah. The players played for him. Like I think Devontae Adams might stay there if he's still the head coach. Yeah, like who else? Who are you getting? I don't know. They already tried this once with Josh McDaniels. How'd that go? Not well. They got rid of Rich Bisaccia after they finished the season well. The guys played for him, liked him, fired him, brought in the Dalt. Yeah. And then their season was terrible. I don't know. I also think about that. I don't know why I'm thinking a lot about this uh, Saints head coach. Dennis Allen. <laughs> it's it's weird. Just the Weird the way the season ended, right? Where mm-hmm. the where Jameis Winston gets the players to go, hey, let's score. Let's not pay attention to the coach. And then you get more stories like all the players are on Jameis' side. Yeah, they're like, backing and him. And now this guy's got to go be the head coach. No one's listening to uh, you. Yeah, And you're going to bring in John Gruden, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> As part of your staff was going to take your job. It is. It's bizarre. That feels very strange. The NFL is a strange place. Yes. It oh, really like, right is. I really don't get the like the Mike, Mike Vrabel thing, and we see this happen. Some, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but we see it happen over with certain teams where like they get rid of guys who always in the playoffs seem yeah. like they know what they're doing. Unless you're the Steelers. Yeah, I don't know what. Like, is he a douche around the office? One, there was one theory out there um, that maybe Vrabel didn't want to stay, and I don't know if it was. I forget. Maybe it was you. I don't know. Someone mentioned it to me yesterday. And said, if you're Mike Vrabel, perhaps you kind of made this move happen because Derrick Henry's probably gone. You know, what do you have? You don't have a quarterback. Like, it's going to be hard to win. He's been great there. Maybe it's time for a fresh start. If that's the case, that makes sense to me. But firing him does not. Right, because you get out now while you're sort of still got Uh, a little something interesting. I mean, Belichick didn't have the quarterback. They were terrible. Terrible. You know, does that mean he's an awful head coach? No, of course it doesn't. But if you don't have the players, you're not going to look good. Mm. If you can't score, you can't win. Patriots couldn't score. You play to win the game. Yeah. You need to score. We've heard this a lot this season, Jerry. We need 
both from the Giants players and Jets players. We need to score touchdowns. Yes. It would help. That's how you win the games. I actually thought because of all the Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel stuff the other day, the Garrett Wilson quotes really got swept under the rug. And I played a couple yesterday. I, he said things that, I, I again, I tried playing them like it, this is ter- a terrible reflection on the coaching staff when he talks about how we 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 need to learn how to make adjustments in games when he said, I watch the other teams play offense and they make it look easy and we don't. Um, when he talked about the worst year of his life playing football, like those are some damning things to say. And I feel like if the other stuff wasn't at the forefront, those would have been headlines. Right, like if we were looking for stuff, like yes. what do we got here? And I don't think he was doing it to be mean, rude, to get Rob Sala or Nathaniel Hackett fired, any of that. I think he was just speaking openly and honestly. And I'm listening to this stuff saying, oh, these are some poor reflections on the coaching staff. Like, listen to this stuff. Yeah, the in-game adjustment thing was a weird one. Yeah. he basically. I think he said we have to learn how to adjust, like, learn. Hasn't he been the head coach for three years this is going to be a disaster next year. I really, I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to get hurt again. If he gets hurt again, then it's got to be over. And he keeps oh, saying sure. three more. He did, and listen, I, I can't stand all the crap that comes out of his mouth opposite of football. So put that off to the side for a second. He did like a, a season-ending interview with the Jets website. I, I think the guy's name is Eric Allen, that they posted two hours before he went on with McAfee. I think it was around 10 a.m. And listening to him talk about football, is phenom- it's great. And if I'm a Jet fan, forget all the other stuff. Watch that. Because everything he says is what you want to hear. And it's all, he's talking about two, two years, three more years. Hey, Brady did it. I can do it. Not that he mentioned Brady, but clearly that's who he's referencing. Um, and it's like, yeah, all right. He gets you fired up. But then you're right. You come back to, he couldn't get through a series. And now he's going to have, hopefully that surgery gives him a better Achilles than he's ever had. But you're going to worry every time he goes to the turf next year and gets sacked, is he hurt? So it can be great, and it can be an, a, a colossal disaster next right, season. Right, because if he gets hurt early in the season, we're going to replay the same thing next year. Yeah, unless they've got – I don't even know who a would backup. be the back. I don't even know who it would be. I don't know. What but, about Jameis Winston? Uh, no, I think he's going to get an extension, apparently. <laughs> they love him in New Orleans. <laughs> Player coach. <laughs> Player coach, right. Ay, 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 what a mess. Anyway, all right, we're a little late. We're a little late. We'll take a break. 518, we're just getting started. We got a lot to do. And Boomer and Gio will break it all down for you coming up at 6 right here on The Fan.